sports betting on South Africa. That's as the car manufacturer plans to invest 5.2 billion rand at its Silverton plant. The funds will be used to produce the country's first ever plug-in electric hybrid ranger. Joining me now with more of the detail is the president for Africa at Ford Motor Company, Neil Hill. Thank you so much for your time, Neil. When we actually talk about a plug-in hybrid, what are we talking about? So what we're talking about, and thank you very much for the opportunity, it's absolutely great to be with you on this exciting announcement. So what we're talking about here is a, is a Ford Ranger pickup, or Bucky as we call them in South Africa, that has the ability to operate in a full electric mode because it has a battery um, installed in the vehicle together with um, a conventional internal combustion engine, which in this case is a 2.3-litre four-cylinder petrol engine. What it means is that our customers, especially in traffic in congested areas, can actually drive it as though it were an electric vehicle. And then when they get onto the highways, they can actually travel as though it were a normal combustion engine uh, using the combustion engine. So it gives the customers the best of both worlds. Wow. Really exciting time for us. Nice. Well, I mean, uh, also very exciting is this big investment, 5.2 billion rand. What exactly does that entail? What will go into that? So the investment that we're making is really to allow us to um, make adjustments on our production line because, as you know, in 2019, we made the announcement of a billion dollars that we invested to bring the new Ford Ranger to South Africa. So this 5.2 billion rand is actually in, in over and above that billion dollars that we invested um, to allow us to actually build both vehicles on the same production line. But it's also to allow our suppliers to tool up for the necessary parts um, and for us to be able to produce these vehicles for um, export purposes and ultimately for domestic consumption as well. Ah, all right. Well, I understand that it's not just hybrid vehicles that you're focusing on. There are also plans for an all-electric Mustang. So just looking at that, what, are you, what will you be doing to prepare for that? <clears throat> so very exciting day yesterday. We actually celebrated Ford Centenary in South Africa and we announced nine new models that we're going to be adding to South Africa over the next 18 months. And, of course, you talk about the Mustang Mark E, which is our flagship all-electric vehicle. Um, so between now and our on-sale date in the, you know, early in 2025, we've got a lot of work to do to prepare our dealers in terms of charging infrastructure, training them on how to service electric vehicles, prepare them to sell electric vehicles to our customer because it's a completely different environment. Yeah. Um, and then also make sure that we've got a charging grid around South Africa to be able to support these vehicles to allow customers to enjoy the, you know, the highways, of which are so important for Ford Motor Company as part of our core philosophy. Yeah. I mean, Anil, for uh, quite a long time, uh, the um, automotive industry has been uh, bemoaning um, a lack of policy certainty when it comes to electric vehicles. Where is the industry and just authorities and government authorities on that? Are you at a comfortable point where you can have a healthy ecosystem of electric vehicle production? Well, we're still engaging with government. Unfortunately, we were hoping that we were going to hear something in the midterm budget policy speech um, that Minister Gorondwana issued um, on the 1st of November. But he did indicate that this would be, you know, the policy and the, the clarity around electric vehicle production in South Africa would be 
forthcoming in the, the upcoming budget speech in, at the end of February. So, you know, we continue to engage very actively with government and all spheres of government, Department of Finance, DTIC, as we look to co-create what is necessary for South Africa to continue to be a high-volume producer of vehicles and exporter as the world changes from normal internal combustion engines to the world of, of new energy vehicles. It's critical for job creation for the economy in South Africa that we together between private and public sector find a way that we can continue to support the industry and make sure that we don't lose any jobs, but we actually look to create jobs in South Africa, which is so essential for our economy. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you talk about that co-creation, of course, uh, you know, the aim is uh, to be as inclusive as possible in terms of the players in that ecosystem. I mean, what are some of the major uh, things that you are working on now to make sure that in terms of your supply chain, you are as inclusive as possible? Well, that's absolutely critical for us. You know, so as part of Psalm 2035, we have a, we've all agreed to a 60% local content um, milestone or, or benchmark that we're all striving to achieve. And, you know, we've got to continue to look to how do we bring on more suppliers in South Africa who are feeding parts into um, all of our, the seven OEMs in South Africa that manufacture. And the critical part of that is that we don't only look at tier one suppliers, but we go down the value chain as well, tier two, tier three. And, you know, we've created the investment, um, the Automotive Investment Transformation Fund, which is really a body that's enabled, that is there to enable investment into suppliers as we look to transform the South African industry and bring more black industrialists into the automotive industry in South Africa and grow our supply base so that we're not reliant on you know, multinationals that are setting up shop or even importing parts to South Africa. So it's a really multifaceted approach that we're continuing to work on across the industry. Yeah. And of course, the agenda is not just about South Africa. It's also about uh, the inclusion of the rest of Africa as well. And I mean, there was a very heavy excitement um, after the implementation of the AFCFTA. Are there any significant movements there that will also ensure inclusivity in terms of the rest of the African uh, continent? Well, the discussions that we've been having on the AFCTA are absolutely crucial. It's about defining the rules of origin and how we set up the supply base across Africa to support the growing automotive industry. That's you know, the biggest single population group in the world. By 2050, Africa will have 2 billion people living on the continent. So this is the emerging market that we look forward to. And it's essential that we establish that We've got to move away from the process of digging minerals out of the ground and sending them off the African continent to be, you know, industrialized or to be see beneficiation. We have to do more of that on the African continent and grow the African economy um, for that really to be successful. So that's where we continue to put our focus and our emphasis on there. But the key element is really defining the rules of engagement through the rules of origin uh, for the automotive industry across the African continent. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and just unpacking the latest developments in terms of the investment that Ford is putting into South Africa and the rest of the African continent. Uh, that was the president for uh, uh, Africa at Ford Motor Company, Neil Hill.